Hey there, this is Harriet McClanster, co-founder of Her North. And today I want to talk to you about the value and the importance of focusing on the 10% of people who support you, love you, call you, text you, and that they're always there to really support and make sure that you are okay. These are the people that you should make sure that you make time for, you prioritize, sending them letters, not just text messages, write them a letter sometimes, remember them during the Christmas holiday and send them a card, call them from time to time. These are the people, these are the relationships that you really should nurture because most of the time you may have a hundred percent when it comes to people and friends in your life. You may be at a hundred percent. You may have a lot of people. You may have a lot of followers on your pages or whatever the case is. And out of those hundred percent, you may be actively engaged on a regular basis with 10% and sometimes just 1%. But here I'm going to tell you something that I learned from a psychologist, Dr. Jordan Peterson, who said that if you focus on the relationships that you spend 80% of your time with every single day, then you can live a more peaceful and joyous life. And guys, this is important because sometimes we want to focus on the relationships with people that are just not worth our time. We want people to accept and receive and love us because we think that, okay, if they support me, if they love me, if I can get these people to like me, and then you, you start allowing other relationships to, 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 uh, to lose their, their substance. You start to allow those other relationships with your mother. You know, you don't spend as much time with your mother because you're trying to get your mother-in-law to like you. You don't spend as much time with your relatives because you're trying to get your in-laws to like you. And you're trying to understand why they're doing this and that. And all the time, your, your relatives and your friends and people that really love you, that call you, that text you, that make time for you, you're allowing their relation, the relationship with them to fall to the wayside because you're valuing what these other folks who don't care about you who don't like you who don't even know who they are to start having more influence over your life than the people who really love and care about you you have got to see the value in having the right people in your life because if you don't see it let me tell you what that value is when you surround yourself with positive loving and supportive people you're gonna feel better emotionally because they're gonna see to that when they see that you're worried, when they see that you're, you're something's bothering you or you don't look well or you don't feel well, those people that love you, they're going to encourage you. Go to the doctor. I'll go with you. They're going to encourage you. Take some time away from work. I'll keep the kids. They're going to send you a card to let you know that they're thinking about you. They're going to call you. They're going to make time for your phone calls when you call them. And, and you know, I would much rather have one good friend in my life, one good family member there for me, than to have a whole 100% of people that's, that's knowing what's going on in my life, keeping up with what I'm doing, but they're never there to offer an encouraging word. I don't want that. That's why I try to make time for that 10 and 1%. 
I, I prioritize. That's vital to my life. Having the right people in my life. Because when you have a bunch of sour, taking people in your life, it will cause your spirit to rot. You'll be down all the time. A lot of people are depressed because of their surroundings. You're stuck in a situation where you're seeking the affections of somebody or some people who are so broken and so miserable and unhappy that they can't even offer anything to themselves. So why are you waiting around for them to receive and have something to offer you? Some of them can't even offer kindness, even though you're kind and you're civil. Now, they'll show up for yours. They're ready to take theirs because they feel entitled to it. They feel entitled to what you have. They feel entitled to what you have to offer because there's something else deeper going on with them. And, and, and by you continuing to show up to be slapped, you must like getting slapped. You keep showing up, wanting them to change, hoping that they're going to change. You know, there was a saying by this author and uh, she wrote a book called Welcome Home. And, uh, and, and she said, and I'm paraphrasing, sometimes we want the people who break us to help heal us. What makes you think that people that crush you down to, 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 to your bare essential mind and spirit, I mean, crush you. What make you think that these same people are going to heal you? They're not. They're not capable of it. They may not even see the pro They may not see anything wrong with the way they treat you. They, they may feel justified in being hateful, dirty and low down. And you're going to spend the next five years of your life, the next 20 years of your life fighting these demons. No, send them on their way. Send them on their way. I focus on the people who love and support me. That's what wisdom and, and life has taught me. Because if you want a good life, start looking at your surroundings. And then you've got to get to a place where, you know what, everybody is not going to like me and I'm okay with that. And most of the time, the people that don't like you, you really don't fancy them too much either. You just tolerate them anyway. You don't want them to be a part of your life anyway because you can't trust them. Because people don't need a reason to dislike you. They don't need a reason to act cruel and unkind and hateful to you. You don't need those people around you. But sometimes they're, they're in your life. And when it's situations like that, it's up to you how you choose to maneuver around them. But I can tell you from experience that I don't sit around cesspools. I don't sit around people who, who talk about and gossip about other people. I don't, I don't, mm -mm. Because before I even walk out the room, if, if they haven't started already through text, they're talking about me too. Focus on the 10 and the 1% of people in your life who truly love and support you. And send them a card. Call and check on them from time to time. Send them a letter. Let them know that you appreciate them before you lose them. Because people are not going to be around forever, not even us. And we can't take good people for granted. And don't mistreat uh, one person because of what somebody else has done. And y'all, that can happen so easily. Because when you've been wounded and you go around something that reminds you of what you got delivered out of, it's hard. But you still have to show love and kindness to people.
And now I do it with a wave and I keep going. Focus on the people in your life that love and support you. Don't walk around here trying to win the affections or the attention of people who have so much going on with them, so much generational stuff, so much self-hate, deceit, all of that other kind of stuff. You don't have to be a part of it. And when you're in that kind of situation, it doesn't matter who it is. If it's your mother-in-law, your mom, your sister, sister-in-law, whoever it is, you have a choice. And you don't have to justify it to anybody. Because sometimes it's not popular to get away from people that, are, uh, that have been a part of your life. Some family members may not understand it. And that's okay. Because they're not you. And you get to choose who you want to be around. Nobody else has that power. You shouldn't give nobody else that kind of power because people will turn their head and look the other way and pretend like they don't see the stuff that they do. And then when you're down and depressed, they're saying, oh, you know, she must be sensitive. No, you're not sensitive. You just got a, got came in contact with some fools. You got to stay away from fools because fools are going to always justify their foolishness. Well, you did this, or you said that, or you acted this way, you thank you all that. That's the first thing people say when they see something that's different from what they are. Who does she think she is? That's what people say when you start making progress in your life. She must think that she's better than the rest of us. You, you, you may be, especially if you don't do the foolish and crazy things that they do. You are better than that. You're bigger than that. Your love is greater than that. Some of you love people who show and serve you hate time after time again. Send them on their way. And then pray and ask God to help heal you so that you don't invite this type of uh, these type of spirits back into your life again. And yeah, they're going to get angry when you leave. They're going to be mad. They're going to cut up. They're going to throw a whole party while they up there bashing and talking about you like a dog. But let them do it behind your back. Don't give them a chance to do it in your face anymore because they don't get that opportunity anymore. The one thing that I have learned is that, okay, so if these people hate me so much, and if these people are lying about me so much, and these people bought into the lie that was sold to them by a disturbed woman, guess what? Let them spend time with that woman. Let them continue to talk about me or whatever the case is with that woman. But I'm not going to give them the satisfaction of being able to sit under me and look up in my face knowing how they feel about me. No, you don't get that because people will do stuff to you. They'll say stuff about you, talk about you, lie on you. So they don't have so so that other people don't really get to know who you are. That's what they do. And then they want to invite you to come. And be around the people that they've been talking to, talking about you with. So that they can make you look like more of a fool. But then let me tell you something about God's vindication. Every evil word and deed that's done, spoken to a child of God. God will vindicate you. Because what he will do, he will do one or two things. He will either allow so much trouble to break out in the lives of those people that came after you, or he will allow that person to be completely exposed 
in reference to what they have been doing and how long they have been doing it and everybody that has had a hand in it. And he will not deliver them out of it until they repent and confess to him. I didn't say to you not, but to him. I can tell you that. So ladies, focus on the people in your life that want to be there. Focus on the folks that love you. Focus on the people and, and, and stop going backwards. Stop worrying about this is what they did and trying to figure out. You can't figure out a fool. You can't. A fool does foolish things. A jealous and envious person does jealous and envious things. A pathological liar pathologically lies. Yeah, it hurts. It stings for a little bit. But when you start living your life, focusing on your health, focusing on your your 10 percent, your 1 percent, your people, your business, your your career, your your marriage, your ministry. You don't have time to deal with the peanut gallery. Let them go over there and sit in that corner and be mad, baby. And you go on and live your life. Don't just survive thrive and if they want to watch the show give them something to really watch you happy and unbothered god bless you focus on the people in your life that love you lady